What's up, everybody? This is Oak Will Be Straight, and this is the Experimentalist Podcast, the 95th session of it. Um, this, this particular episode should be probably started with the, the most giant of warnings. Um, I've, I feel really bad about it before I'm even a minute into it because I'm a little uh, nervous about it. I'm getting into the the big numbers here. This is the, I think, fifth best episode ever. So it comes with definitely some nerves attached. You want to live up to that. You know, not many top ten lists that are created um, are created before the um, content is actually, you know, made. So it makes doing your top 10 list, it makes it a little different. Um, And I'm starting to notice that now. Uh, Trying to compare this one in any way to Hell or High Water, which is the fifth best movie of 2016, that gets a little tough too, so you know I have to put some serious work into that. But maybe to get ready for that work, just bring the music up here and see where this mellow little jam is headed. So when I first start thinking about Hell or High Water, I mean, for me, the just first thing that pops into mind is that it was one of the only arguably perfect movies of the year. So immediately it's like, how do you make an episode of the Experimentalist podcast and make it perfectly. I mean, it's, you know, it's difficult to make anything perfect. 
That's always the goal. But achieving it, it's crazy. Um, in my life, I've never even come close. In fact, it is possible that for me to do something perfect, I have to fail a hundred percent. And if that's true, that's a scary predicament. And it makes it quite a tough life to live. a tough life for sure for absolute certain it's tough in a western movie the hero you know just doesn't care how tough it is. And it's the toughest. <laughs> you know, Western heroes they just want the simplest thing. And 
trying to get there. this particular episode um, goes really into a dark place and sonically it's super awkward um, there's just a lot of dissonance and you know at one point coming up it's like all this looped gross distorted noise in the background I come in with the piano and play a major chord over top of all that um, I think it comes up on the next kind of go. Well, yeah. Eh, maybe not. I'm going to turn it up here and listen to it and see what's happening. So that was the, the spot right there. Um, I don't know, it 
just makes me feel uh, uh, like I'm on one side I'm happy that I even know what that was like I, I'm <laughs> glad that the music makes sense to me because most of my life um, if I messed around on a guitar or a keyboard I would not know pretty much at all what I was doing except at the most knowing what chord I'm playing uh like at any exact moment in time if I was playing something and you were able to freeze time and then ask me what chord are you playing I would be able to look at my hands and then depending on where my hand was placed I would take my best guess at what chord it was and I would believe that I would be right most of the time but beyond that that's all I knew now that just listening through that weird section while I was playing that and afterwards listening to it I understand what the objective was in that section and it was create this weird sloggy monotonous gross groove that has a lot of um, I don't know what it's called but when two notes are right beside each other so say you're playing a D chord then you play a D sharp with that um, especially in the bass that it does it sounds like that's uh, a mistake definitely but also if it wasn't a mistake it just feels confusing like why would anyone ever do that um, and that's what makes me feel uncomfortable when I play it or um, decide to put that out there on this episode because I don't know it's I, I just don't I don't have the conviction to be like I did that straight up on purpose now listen to it it has a message I don't have that conviction because I'm just starting to understand what it is that I'm saying. Um, you know, and some sometimes I lose my train of thought or change direction. But it's because I'm trying to figure out the best way to communicate what is in my mind and I never really took the time to learn 
how to do that. So, I'm hoping that playing the piano will teach me, you know, how to better do that. But what you, what you learn, and the spot I'm at, is there's like a responsibility involved. Um, just so you're not wasting anybody's time. You know, at, at first, an idea was going to get lessons from people to teach me how to play. And I did that to some degree, but there, there's always something missing when you're um, taking a lesson. There's always something missing, and that's your perspective, I think. Because you're learning somebody else's technique and and ideas on how to approach the instrument, music in general. It's all, I'm not saying uh, anything bad about getting lessons either. In fact, I need to do it more. But I'm also saying, I w you know, I wish there was a way to get a lesson on how to better sound and be and act like yourself. A, a, a lesson on how to discover who that is. Um, but there's not. You just have to keep... I know it's cliche, but... Keep doing shit. so good so badly and you know it's just hard it's hard out there on the range the things I've seen the things I've witnessed no other way to say it. 
hearts hard. Real hard. It's hard as, you know, a rock. You go out there on the range. You stub your toe on a rock. It's hard. It's hard. It's so damn hard out on the range. That was a clip from Hell or High Water. That was um, what I think Jeff Brigitte, it, it, I think he was doing his best homage to like a, a, what's that guy's name? There's a specific joke I'm trying to think of. I think it's from Parker Lewis Can't Lose. But you know, it's been a while, a couple months since I've watched that entire series. So, um, you know what? I'm going to go check it out real quick and I'll be right back with the answers to all your questions. Um, most notably, what the hell's Parker Lewis can't lose? But we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by another one. Maine Beer Company from Freeport, Maine. Another one, India Pale Ale. Do what's right. Drink this beer fresh. Drink within 90 days of stamped born-on date. Please recycle. 1% for the planet. Member. Main Beer Company. What we're all about. From day one, doing things right no matter what, taking care of our earth and all of its creatures, always trying to make better beer. That's right, and if you drink one of these in Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, Connecticut, New York, Delaware, Iowa, Oregon, you get five cents back. Michigan? Double that. Ten cents, motherfucker. So. Whoops. <laughs> I was inside the commercial. Hold on. Let me bring the music up to the level where it's me commenting. Okay. That was. The co- Do I comment on. 
That was the commercial. Okay. Let me um, put the music back up and we'll move out to this machine. Thank you.